0: ba It's such a groovy
1: podcast It makes my ears go to be dark-blast It is the show I spend my nights listening to is smooth as sherry. He sits close to legendary. Will is the host with so much class. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: Hello and welcome to We're Listening, the podcast all about Fraser. I'm Will. And I'm Steve. And this week we're looking at season six, episode three, Dial M for Martin, in which Martin's short stay at the Montana is riddled with Freudian dangers. Steve, have you ever fallen down the stairs or owned a bachelor pad? Take your pick out <laughs> of those two questions. Maybe you you maybe they're not mutually exclusive. Well, actually,
1: I've uh, kind of done both. I've owned a bachelor pad because uh, after my divorce, I did own the apartment I was living in. (laughs) Was it it like
0: the (laughs) Shangri-La? Do
1: you know what? When I I actually bought it, it was closer to 1901 because it had floor-to-ceiling windows down the whole side of the living space. Wow. But it wasn't very high rise. It was only a second floor um, Mm -hmm. apartment. So it wasn't massively above the city of Chelmsford where I lived. Um, But yeah, so in that case, I have owned a bachelor pad. I've slipped down the stairs there. It was a duplex apartment and I had a spiral staircase to go to the bedroom. Oh, my God. And uh, after a few drinks, I fell down that several times.
0: (laughs) Jesus, that could have ended disastrously.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't the best experience, but um, I did have a bathroom upstairs, but yeah, it'd be like the morning after and still being a bit tipsy or whatever and just slipping off the top stair and going three or four down before you're grabbing the handrail. So, yeah, always wow, good fun. Hopefully
0: the handrail <laughs> holds, unlike the one that Niles installs in his bathroom. <laughs> um, listeners, do get in touch. Have you owned a bachelor pad? If you've got pictures of it, we'd love to see. Is it Montana? Is it Shangri-La? Both are kind of, they have their own advantages. Um, have you ever fallen down the stairs? I only, when I was a child, touched wood not in recent years but it's a scary feeling it um is. in the moment you go you think this is it you know i can <laughs> I, I can heal so i can hear st david calling um it's it's a scary <laughs> scary thing um before we get into this week's tri- uh, review um, and before we get into trivia corner would you like to give a special shout out steve to someone who did something pretty incredible for us on instagram
1: for those that have seen or listened recently uh to the last episode which was our halloween special uh, where where you will see that me and will put on a very very stunning shakespearean performance <laughs> of that radio said no um, one <laughs> uh, after it went out on on air as such mm. a friend of mine via instagram at kacl 780 if you'd like to go and follow them please do uh she's a lovely young lady who lives in germany i believe Actually, overlaid mine and Will's uh, interpretation of ham radio over the actual scene from the Frasier episode. Mm. She's very cleverly edited it because we were a little bit quicker in places and obviously. Shortened
0: some silences. Yeah, there's
1: there's bits put in and bits taken out. She's done an excellent job of overlaying our voices over uh, the actual ham radio episode. So please go on her Instagram if you've got it and go and follow at. KACL 780 and it is absolutely rammed full of really brilliant Fraser content um it is, reels it really is. reels trivia um yeah she's great so please go and give her a follow and 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 a massive thank you for doing that for us it was very very entertaining
0: yeah i completely echo a huge thanks it really is the place to be on instagram for kind of fraser content it's awesome um I love other yeah,
1: than my account
0: <laughs> other, other than from the desk of maris
1: <laughs> and, and of course the podcast account which is and brilliant of
0: course, but I, I mean honestly go go follow the other guys uh, they're great no did brilliant brilliant work and thank you so much kacl 780 uh right Oda trivia corner this week steve are you ready to tug yourself in I'm nervous about
1: this and I don't know why. I just have a bad, bad feeling. I'm looking at a pretty
0: <laughs> juicy batch of trivia, and that's not least because Juicy Wench has written in. <laughs> um, let's begin with our boy down under, Mr. Ham Winston. Uh, what is in no sorry, what is significant about Eddie in this episode that is happening for the first time?
1: As a big fan of Matilda the Cagney and the character of Eddie, I believe it's the first appearance of Enzo, which is Moose, uh, who normally plays Eddie's son
0: absolutely correct it is the first episode where they start to overlap um and they, they both appear in this episode um moose appears at frasier's and enzo at niles's um uh, so keen-eyed viewers might be able to spot slight different yeah. differentiations in their in their fur yeah. patterns the
1: main the main difference isn't so much the markings if you look around the neck you'll see that moose is a little bit more wiry around the face around the neck around his withers and uh, Enzo's a little bit more shorter in the hair. He looks a little bit more smooth. So that's the main way you can tell.
0: There we go. That is from the breeder's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> um, question two. So very good. Good start, Steve. Uh, Laura Haring, who plays Rebecca Wendell in this episode, hails from which Mexican town? Oh my God, that's hard. <laughs> I've never, even, I've never even heard of this place, and that—that that is my own <laughs> ignorance, That's my own ignorance, not because Mexico is insignificant. Um, but this is a if- very hard question. I don't think
1: I can even name a Mexican town.
0: <laughs> I can name a couple of cities, one of which has the country's name in it. <laughs> I was going
1: to say, I'm going with—is it Mexico? <laughs>
0: It's, it's Los Mochis, Northern Sinaloa, uh, probably completely butchered the pronunciation of that. That is an unforgivingly hard question. I'm going to have to call out Harry live on air for that one. That is so hard. <laughs> There's no one, no one listening to this show is going to have got that right. So, Hammy, you've, you've, you've titillated us greatly there, um, <laughs> which you do so well. Uh, question three from uh, Mr. Ham is: In Naz's apartment, when Martin's chair is being moved in, how many dark coloured cushions are on the sofa, and who is on the sofa with them? Looking oh, for dark coloured cushions on the sofa. What in? F- in
1: Niles' apartment.
0: Yes, when when Martin's chairs, we moved in and we get that kind of panoramic shot of the of the Montana's living area.
1: I'm going to have to go with my normal rule here. Three.
0: <laughs> oh, as Ken Bruce would say, you're one cushion out. <laughs> oh. It was four cushions. Who was on the sofa with them?
1: I believe it's Eddie, isn't it? It is Eddie. Eddie's... Very yeah. good. I'll
0: give you half a point there. Very good. Uh, getting into the trivia cadre right now. Little Bobby Briscoe asks this. What is the name? Oh, sorry. Yeah. What is the name of the head of Niles's co-op board? Niles could have a word with her, and she spent a few roles in her time. And she doesn't want her husband finding out. She wouldn't mind bending this one.
1: I thought this name stuck out because I think it's a name. You know, I always mention names that have been used before. Mm. Is it Clarice?
0: Yes, it is. Has that been used in the show before?
1: um slow tango in south seattle i believe one of the piano teachers is clarice isn't it?
0: oh it could well be i just and think it, of silence of the so, lambs yes yeah, silence yeah. of the, the lambs <laughs> rick <stick stuck> out. <laughs> um which is obviously excellent excellent film uh trivia from little owler in the glen what is the name of daphne's friend on the phone who refers daphne for an interview with the woman suffering from brittle bone disease oh
1: it's got an I, e. Okay, I'm going e to I'm, I'm give
0: you a clue here, Steve. Use the rule that you've just used, but the name, <laughs> but then as in, it's a name that's happened before, <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet. So this is the first instance of a name that will be repeated. So a name's not three then. <laughs> no, no. A name that is going to be
1: used. Yes, I thought this was a name that's been I. I, I thought, don't
0: think it's been used yet. I'm adamant it's not been used yet.
1: Well, if I tell you where I think I've heard it, I think the person, the name's been used before is in promotions. I think it's Connie that we've heard from promotions before.
0: Is that what you're going with?
1: It, well, I now have a feeling I shouldn't. But You're
0: yes. agonisingly <laughs> close. Agonisingly. Oh. It, it's Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie, oh my I god ne- I
1: never would have thought of that I, For some reason I heard an E at the end And I thought it was like Connie from Promotions And that's yeah. where I have got Connie from
0: You were right with the E on the end <laughs> uh, Trivia from Juicy Wench What unsettling act does Niles do after dinner That Martin will just have to get used to
1: wears a Chinese dressing
0: gown. Brilliant, brilliant question. <laughs> Love that. Um, and absolutely, he changes to Chinese dressing gown. Uh, trivia from Niall Crane. When Niall walks into the coffee shop with Martin, what side does he, does he pull his hanky out of? You've um... got a 50-50 here, so this is, this is a nice question from our visual master, Niall Crane.
1: Unless he's like a magician, he pulls it out of his, you know... Clasp,
0: some kind hand, of or- orifice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um mm. well, it's going to be it's going to be left or right left or right left or right both do tend coin, to be the sides flip the coin and it lands on the left
0: correct it is left very good <laughs> could have gone and either he, way <laughs> i didn't even see you flip a coin you're a regular magician uh <laughs> um, very good indeed why don't you lay your trivia on me to miss Quite abba
1: right well i'm hoping you may have a bit of knowledge of these subjects. You might not. Uh-oh. So, one of them I know you'll get. In fact, the first one you should get. There's only two title cards in this episode. They're both related to films. What are they? Oh, shit. You can either give me the title card, or you can give me the films.
0: What am I, backside? Um... <laughs> oh, Lord...
1: My hint for the first one will be that you really like the film. It's the first one of, there is more than three, but you really,
0: really like
1: the third one.
0: I really like the third one.
1: You like one and two, but you really like the third one. And the film is called...
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You, If you know this about me, I must have you... spoken about it at length. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm 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 devastated.
1: And Rosna Schnoz has the actor in it, I think, that appears in the third. Home one. Alone. Home Alone. Home oh,
0: nice, man. I needed that Kevin Kilner clue. Um, so
1: what is the second one? It's the title of this episode, if you really want to know it. So what's the film?
0: Dial M for Murder. Correct. Hey, Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock, <laughs> man. I was really panicking there. and You've really helped me out. <laughs> so
1: the title is a play on a hitchcock movie yes which other hitchcock movie title is referred to in this episode and i hate to tell you but it's such it's not even a proper reference it's just me clutching at straws here but it is a reference to a movie
0: okay well if i just reference to a movie i mean i'm thinking of psycho because of the bathroom but um rear window because of the balcony Vertigo. Um, I'll be honest, you're probably not going to get it. It's tough. I'm trying to think of other Hitchcock films North by Northwest, um, Marnie, uh, The Birds.
1: My last clue, my only real clue, is think of the lady that Frasier dates.
0: Oh, Rebecca! There you Rebecca. go. The, the film Rebecca. I've got one of my favourite books. I forget that he did an adaptation. One of my favourite books.
1: Yep, Hitchcock, nineteen forty. So I told you that one was a bit obscure, but really, because it's it, not nevertheless, really a reference. It's I liked really a it a reference. lot. Hey, it's, anything's
0: a reference if you believe hard enough.
1: My uh, my third one is: we see two coffees ordered, one by Roz, one by Niles. What do they order?
0: Oh, sugar. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess a mocha and a no-fat cappuccino. <laughs> Roz
1: orders a decaf latte to go, and oh. Niles orders a latte. Which, oh bugger! Which I will then say you didn't mention the coffee can in the last episode with the Key, which is fine. There was only no, one. No, with I did I didn't. There was only one with Niles, which brought the total to coffees to one eighty-three. Martin, Roz, and Niles all have a coffee at Nervosa. And this 186 is now the
0: current total. Ding! There's the coffee can. Do you remember once upon a time when I had more time and I used to edit a little ballad <laughs> when there was a coffee? There'd uh, be
1: certain episodes. There'd be about 10. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it
0: would just, go, it would just ring forever. Um, excellent. Thank you very much, Steve, for those questions. Let me now read to you our boy MKs. And he asks, on what day of the week did Martin move to the Montana? I believe, I
1: believe it was Saturday.
0: Yes, it is. Frazier says his date will be Saturday, and as he's leaving the Montana after delivering Martin's chair, he says, "Uh, he has his date." So we know that yeah. he has his date. very good indeed. Uh, what two home improvements did Niles recently have done at his apartment that were not Martin specific, or should we say, kind of Martin safe?
1: What, what did he have done?
0: Yeah, he's had work done to his house that he kind of hasn't anticipated Martin coming in and in- interfering with.
1: He had the floor of the bathroom polished? Yes, he did. I couldn't what, tell you the other what, one.
0: What's he done in one of the rooms?
1: Well, not. Niles installs the handrail, doesn't he? But that's not... So that's something he's done, not something he's had done. Um, no, tap out. I just
0: had that room frescoed. <laughs> oh, of course. Frescoed. Uh, <clears throat> in the final scene, Fraser tells Martin he should crawl away like what animal? Oh, God, is it? I uh... oh, would never have got this. I don't even remember this line. It's like a swamp toad or something like that. You're very, very, very close. It's bog turtle. Yeah, I went Um, to look
1: it up nearly afterwards and I completely forgot. I thought, I don't know why, I thought it was a a bog turtle, did you say?
0: Bog, bog turtle, yeah. yeah, So very close, You (laughs) synonym to swamp. Um, Trivia finally this week from Run For Your Life, our beloved Amy. When Martin and Niles are in the cafe and Martin mentions he'll need to find somewhere that's big enough to have a bedroom for Daphne, uh, there is an amazing pause whilst Niles pours his milk and comes to some realisation. Can you figure out, allowing a second either side, how long this pause is? I love this question because I that the physical comedy of DHP when he kind of runs his index finger up the milk yeah. jug, it's inspired. So this is a great question. How long do you reckon this pause is?
1: I almost want to play it through my head, but I can't because I don't want to sit for that
0: long. My, my, have... What I'm going to say to you is I think it is longer than whatever you've got in your head.
1: I was actually thinking it's probably going to be shorter than what I think it is. Really? I think it's it's not. It's obviously probably not record breaking for a silence in a in a TV. No, sitcom no, I wouldn't, I
0: wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't but say
1: that. The amount. I actually sat there when I watched it earlier, thinking how long, how much, how much cream has he actually put in that coffee? Because that seems like he's emptied that jug. Mm. Now, to me, they brought over a full cup of coffee, surely. He seems to have filled it. I thought it would be spilling out.
0: Yeah, displacement and all that.
1: Yeah, because it felt like such a long moment. Even though you can just see he's grinning, you see the the milk or whatever it is pouring. Mm. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's 21 seconds...
0: It's 14 seconds.
1: <laughs> uh, I really
0: thought you were gonna kind of under under egg it. Um 14 seconds and 19 milliseconds for those statisticians listening. Um Amy says, I was amazed it was this long. So am I. Yeah. I mean, I know you've overegged it because obviously in your in our in our heads it feels longer, but that is if I if I play that scene out in my head, it's nowhere near 14 seconds. Um just because yeah, I, I, I can't imagine reason... a silence that long.
1: For some reason, I I got the feeling when you said guess more, I thought, actually, as soon as you sort of got to the end of that within a second, I thought, John, this is going to be ridiculously long. I mean, 14 seconds is still very, very long. I think I
0: probably threw you off, to be honest. I didn't know where you were at from a starting point, so.
1: Yeah, you've done this to me before and said, add three, and I've gone up and you go, you're still out. (laughs) I'm
0: a a (laughs) sick, sick man. That's what I am. (laughs) Uh, But thank you so much, everyone, this week for your trivia. Absolutely delicious, as always, to get stuck into. Uh, animation watch this week steve can you please tell us what it was i actually wrote down zeppelin across the skyline very interesting i've written the word blimp down so we've gone for synonyms there well Um... i absolutely
1: love led zeppelin so any excuse to one bring them into a conversation and two actually use the word zeppelin which i never use in my life other than to say i love led zeppelin when else are you going to use that that word I mean, take take your opportunities
0: <laughs> when they come, so take them when they come. Uh, there is Trouble in Paradise for Martin and Frazier. We begin this episode at 1901 with them kind of shouting down the hallway at each other past the hat museum. The hat museum's never seen such turmoil in its life. Um, they're really kind of going for each other here. Frasier Fraser mentions in as this kind of argument kind of comes to a head that he's got a, a date with a lingerie model. Um I yeah, your exhale there is exactly what my exhale was. And obviously, Charles and I are only on season four. And I just, I went down to it after I watched this episode a few days ago and I said, yeah, the episode we're doing this week, Charles, he's got a date with a lingerie model. She just went, for God's sake. I was like, I know. Like, Frasier is not Marlon Brando in his 30s like where where is he finding these women and and what is going on is, is all what, I'm saying here.
1: why do they all attend the opera
0: yeah exactly <laughs> like the opera in Seattle in Frazier's world is attended exclusively by kind of very beautiful well-to-do women who are absolutely obsessed with him. Um, I'm
1: pretty sure in the 90s when Pamela Anderson, Cindy Crawford and the like were very, very popular runway models or dare I say, for Pam Anderson, risqué models. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't see them. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't see them going to the opera in Seattle every weekend.
0: <laughs> I don't see them showing up in many opera plots. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: I don't think I've ever seen Pammy in an opera plot. I mean, she was in Home Improvement. She was very good in it. But I just don't see... Maybe she is. Maybe CJ Parker of Baywatch really is interested in opera. Maybe. But, and maybe I'm wrong for stereotyping that that's completely incorrect. And I take it back. I shouldn't say that the models wouldn't be interested in opera. I'm sure many are. But it always seems that these swimwear models and lingerie models hmm. are these people. Why did Frasier never meet a museum manager?
0: Who yeah, just happens yeah. to
1: be attractive? They can be attractive, you know.
0: Why, may... why can't they just have <laughs> academic jobs? You know, yeah. kind of. That's that's no, more. Well, that should be more appealing to him, but no, y- he needs. You
1: should know from working in, in academics that no one in academia is like sensibly dressed and attractive. They're all <laughs> Book nerds, exactly. That's what people. the show would have us
0: believe, isn't it? It's certainly, but, certainly, what it would have us believe. But opera um, fans
1: are all lingerie models and swimsuit models. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But yeah,
0: it, it's just maddening at this point, but nevertheless, we we roll on. <laughs> into into this episode uh martin and Raz kind of catching up in a Vosa. martin says uh fraser been such a pill lately um which i do think maybe is said a few times in the show i've just kind of noted that because it's a very clear to me americanism that's yeah. not a saying we ever use in the uk i don't such a i don't know what what our kind of perfect equivalent would be, but no one ever says such a pill in the UK ever.
1: I thought it was actually quite strange because it's a way of, excuse my language for those listening with youngsters or that don't like language, it's a way of him saying, fraser has been a bit of a dick. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly and
1: they sent us that out, the but then when Niles comes in, Ross says, we've just eloped. And I don't know if you watched it on Channel 4OD.
0: Sadly, I did, because then they and... edited it out.
1: They edited out, well, I'll yep. be a son of a bitch, which I was like, hold on a second. Why are we taking that word out for? Yeah. So I kind of think, but Frasier actually in the, I mean, this was 1998, I believe, wasn't it? 1998? 1990,
0: yeah. Around then. So yeah, eight, eight, 98 to
1: 99. I couldn't work out why he couldn't have said, but then I suppose that's Martin's generation. He's trying not to be impolite about his son. So I don't know. It just seems weird, like you say, that, martin's kind of taken that word out and not wants doesn't want to be offensive about frasier but niles then says that phrase and i think is that a niles phrase i i, I mean i still love it i think it's an absolutely brilliant it's a great line comeback. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant comeback to roz but mm. yeah no it's, it's an interesting word definitely interesting yeah I'd, I'd be i'd be
0: curious to know if it's kind of regional in america whether this is a kind of nationwide insult a bit like you know Stephen King and Stranger Things taught me mouth breather, which we never have here in the <laughs> UK either. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then obviously I, I kind of looked it up. Um, but yeah, well, I'll be a son of a bitch is a fantastic line that obviously Channel 4 has edited um, out of my viewing. And so I get really frustrated when I'm watching episodes of Charles now and I'm like, that was edited. That was edited. They've just edited that line out. And I'm like, that's not as funny. Let me tell you what the original joke was. Um, making myself sound incredibly insufferable here. Um, but Channel 4, stop editing it. I won't have to do it. Um, I completely empathize with Niles' misgivings in this scene. It's a huge imposition on Niles' life. Martin suggests it with like a big grin on his face. Like he's not just saying, "Hey, look, let me be the albatross around your neck and just strap hmm. my baggage of life to your kind of bachelor pad." And and Nars is like, you know, did she? I was <laughs> like, Ross suggested it, but like he's just, I oh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in his position here. And I don't think we're supposed to think Nars is selfish. Be actually, I'm like, yeah, this would suck. It's kind
1: of, I, I I don't know how you feel. I'm a person that really doesn't like being asked a question in front of the other person that it affects. If someone yeah. says. I said to so-and-so, we'd go out on the weekend. That's okay, isn't it? Well, it's going to have to be now because they're there and I can't turn around and say, no, I don't like them or no, I don't yeah. want to go and see them or actually I'd rather wash my non-existent hair. I don't have an <laughs> excuse. I, I, you know, your back is literally against the wall. Your only yeah. answer is, yes, I'd love to do that, which is kind of where Niles goes with, did she? She she suggested that. That's excellent, Yes. I mean, yeah. obviously, jumped straight on board when Daphne's mentioned, but that's different. That's <laughs> yeah. a different story.
0: Um, but yeah, no, completely agree. I mean, I think I'm missing something here, and I, you know, in typical fashion, I think you'll be able to fill me in. If the building doesn't allow dogs, where does girl stay? Does he just keep her in a private kennel?
1: I dread to think because he also has the bird, doesn't he? So if there's no pets allowed, I mean, have we already had girl? Has she been? Girl's oh. definitely been.
0: I don't know. Mm yeah Have no we... definitely she's definitely in it because she's been in it with episodes i've watched with charles and that's season yeah. four um because de- he brings her around on death and the death and the dog and stuff like that so correct correct um and and, and obviously other episodes but yes yeah, uh, so... no
1: no he when he moves into the montana that's when he tries to give her up that's when he brings her to to mind doesn't he
0: oh so what does he do with it does he just pay for it to go into a kennel
1: Pet paradise. pet paradise i guess
0: shoe but box a shoebox isn't enough, isn't enough. <laughs> sponsor of
1: this episode is pet paradise
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe corey can help us out there um so we've already talked about this so we don't need to labor the point but dhp's physical comedy here with the licking of the milk and the kind of running yeah. his finger up the milk spout is just inspired like, was that in the script is that him kind of just improving the silence it's so good it says so much in such a kind of vaguely kind of suggestive kind of slightly sultry act where he's thinking obviously immediately about Daphne and, and what that will entail it's just very very well done isn't it
1: it's amazing when you can see an actor that is very physical um even someone like Kramer in Seinfeld but they're all over the place constantly doing yes. something. When you've got that other moment when they're actually still and only their eyes move or only one hand moves, you suddenly go, that's actually physical comedy without moving. That's a totally different type of physical comedy. Most people go, oh, he must fall over a lot or he's got to be dancing or jumping around. And then suddenly when they're still, you go, that's still a lot of physical acting there because you've got to stay still, not smile, know your line coming up and not react to the person opposite you. It's still, yeah, like you say, it's just a master of, being the two opposite ends of the scale isn't it really
0: yeah it is it is and just kind of watching him communicate so much in in so little action mm. is just it's just watching a, a maestro at work and yeah we, we beat the drum for his physicality all the time as does everyone in the phrase community but yeah it's so so good um Speaking of kind of great kind of great acting, moving from physical to verbal delivery, the delivery of uh, frankly, I'm a little jealous and, <laughs> and Fraser. Well, I am sorry, Niles. The two of them together, <laughs> that is some of my favorite deliveries from this episode because Niles saying it just being pure facetious and superficial you know frankly i'm a little jealous um it's just brilliant and then Frazier's Frazier is just in his element season six to season kind of seven and eight onwards mm. being very camp and effeminate with his comedy and and, and this is my favorite version of Frazier. and like the way he says well i am sorry Nars." he seems it's like i am wounded um it, it's, just it's brilliant
1: to me, Fraser being out of work is actually a lot of fun. It shouldn't be, but it is a lot of fun. Um, mm. The freedom of not being at KACL, the freedom of... I actually looked up, and I, I gave you this as a question. If you look at the uh, cast list for this, you've got the lady who plays Rebecca Wendell, the date. Yep. You've got Paul Cosimano, I think, who's actually credited for every episode. He's a waiter in Novosa in every single episode. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, every episode that is in, he is credited and he doesn't ever say a word and it says uncredited, but he appears in every episode with Navosa in. Wow. Um and then you've got Moose's Eddie, you've got John Mahoney, Perry Gilpin, David Hyde Pierce, Jane Leaves, and Kelsey Grammer. That is literally seven people, including a dog and an uncredited barman. Or or waiter, sorry, that are in this this episode. But that is a very small cast <laughs> to really? be in three locations.
0: It really is. It really is. I love that. I mean, speaking of the dog member of that cast, we've now, we've now gone, we've decided Marty's gonna move in with with Nars to give uh to give Frazier some space. Frasier can have his bachelor pad, Daphne's gonna move in as well. Well oh, no, Daphne isn't gonna move in because it transpires. Mm. She's no longer needed if Marty can get up and down the Montana stairs. So there is this kind of sad moment where we think maybe Daphne's leaving. All of that is a segue into the fact that we cut to Eddie just or or <laughs> uh Enzo.
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's Enzo, yeah.
0: Running in circles around the raised dining room table. Don't know what it is about this, but it kills me. Um, oh, it, it's one of my it, it, favorite bits of acting from from the from the dogs.
1: It's not just the imagery of him moving around what looks like hilariously bad fake fruit on that table. Um yeah. We've spoken about it before, how much we love that table, that area, you know, that the, the artwork that's all. It's so framed regal. Around yeah. It. yeah. The fact that it then slightly zooms out a bit and all you see is Cardigan wearing Niles. Which glaring. is a great
0: look, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: glaring. Well, I actually wrote down another uh, another Alfred Hitchcock thing, which I actually think Niles looks like Norman Bates. In this yeah. episode, very much so,
0: he does, and I wonder if they're going for that <laughs> in his like w- creepy delivery of things. Yeah, and,
1: and the clipping of plants and the sharp mm-hmm. implements, etc. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, the visual effect of him running around that table, uh, Enzo, and like I say, the zoom out, and you you see Niles in his cardigan, glancing over, and he just goes, "Dad." Eddie, whatever you're on, get off. <laughs> it just, just doesn't even look up from the paper he's reading. Eddie, whatever you're
0: on, get off. <laughs> so good. And then to 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 couple with that, the squeaking of the corn on the cob, absolutely <laughs> kill. me. It's so incessant. It's like, oh, don't worry, now I'll get used to it eventually. Um, just absolutely amazing. Um, and then what comes through the door? The Barker lounger, yeah. the the lazy boy. Um, is it a Barker lounger? Yeah? Is that the same thing?
1: I think um Fraser says a couple of times it's a Barker Lounger, doesn't Yeah, but, I um... think
0: so. Um, but it comes and now it's starting to feel like home. Uh, you know, keep it in the living room. That way he won't get pizza cheese all <laughs> over your nice <laughs> bedroom carpets because aren't you supposed to get it in your mouth? Well Bro, that that's is a... the aim. <laughs> you can't hit that balls every time, Naz. Uh, <laughs> one of the best, best lines from the from the episode. Again, Fraser really does nail some of these lines. Um and and as we've kind of alluded to with with kind of Hitchcock etc, the darkness within Nars's subconscious begins to take hold now as he kicks the cane from from beneath Martin's. Uh... Do we actually see him do that in the? In no, the...
1: We, I think we hear the scream. I think he's uh, Fraser's in the uh, kitchen, which is always soundproof except for when they want to hear Martin scream. Exactly. Um, he's in with Daphne. I think she's just on the phone or whatever, and then he, obviously you hear Martin with his. Aah! Classic and uh, the way he's fallen down the stairs, and instantly it must be that hip. I don't know if you, like you say, you've fallen over or anything like that. He always seems to fall on that hip in this episode. It's, so he's bad hip that always seems to get the brunt of every fall that Martin has, which happens, I think, three times, is it?
0: I think so. Do you think that's a deliberate choice? Because he's like, well, it's already bad. I might as well protect the good one.
1: Well, he's got to keep saying that it's the bad one because that way Daphne has to stay, doesn't it? It's part of mm. the plot. Line. It just seems weird that, you know, he's falling down the stairs. Clearly, he must have fallen on the bad hip. Um, yeah, because, because then yeah. Daphne must stay. She, she then decides, no, she can't go anywhere because she has to rehabilitate him from this injury now. I mean, it's taken her six years to get over this gunshot. You'd think, really, she's not actually that great at her job. Six years, to, six years of therapy right. to get him back on his feet, finally.
0: It's because um, she's too busy kind of putting you know, two <laughs> minutes into caviar and... and, and be, be, sha-
1: Being a chauffeur.
0: <laughs> yeah, being a chauffeur, doing the laundry, getting freshest books from the basement. Um, but yeah, when Daphne says, you know, let's get some ice for that. And F- Nas no, is like, oh, good idea. I know I could use a drink. Um, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant line. Um, Frasier now, I've got to go home to my bachelor pad for my date with the lingerie model. The sweetest words in English language. Um, what does Martin say? Um... Have have fun without me, or sorry I won't be there? Or... Yeah, sorry
1: I won't be there. Isn't it funny, Dad? I feel exactly the same. Goes, like that.
0: wait, we have a tie! <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I mean go- it's just, yeah, it's maddening that he's going home to this kind of date. But there we are. What are you but the going,
1: in, going into this scene, I think actually almost ties the physical comedy of the uh, the milk with oh I Pierce is the answering machine. Kelsey comes home, he gets his bottle of sherry out, doesn't he? Places it on the table, plays the machine, listens, rushes over to get a glass, not even if the bottle he brought home, goes and gets it from the decanter around the corner, comes back, moves the answering machine, sits down, play. Hello, (laughs) Frasier. It's Rebecca. And he goes,
0: Uh, (laughs) He looks like the cat that's got the cream, doesn't he?
1: You've got to admit, I think if a lingerie model was calling you back, and I hope Charlotte can't hear from um, here. <laughs> she can't. <sighs> how many how many times would you play that message and just think I've peaked? This is it. This,
0: this. <laughs> it's just it's just a very flattering message he gets as well. It's, yeah, you know, your, your voice sounds so sex on the machine. He's just he is loving it. Fraser is the vainest <laughs> guy in the show. So, but
1: it it's followed by her saying. I hope you've got somewhere I can change. Cause I'll be coming in my work clothes. Oh, I can't believe I just said that.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and, he, and he's just like, he's so playful. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe my my luck. Uh, his giddiness is just fantastic. It's so, so good. Um, and like the, the kind of silence and smile when he kind of enters the apartment as well, just before yeah. he answers and the way he kind of grins. Um, I just, yeah, he really comes into his own physically in this episode. Um, it was quite premium. an
1: interesting view, wasn't it? When he walks through that door, you actually see almost the view from him coming into the door that you could see most of the apartment, whereas normally you can't see that sort of aspect. It was a very strange camera angle to come in and almost look into the whole apartment, which I mm. actually quite... Quite enjoyed seeing that. Obviously, you can't see the cameras, the fourth wall, the audience, but it's very—it's a very wide shot. You know, the whole of the living space is actually shown, which is rarely seen in that way. And it gave you it sort of gave you the aspect of what Fraser saw coming in—that whole apartment's empty, the chair's gone, the wasili is in place. It's his. It's his kingdom again. You know, it's it really exactly is. what we what we should have seen in the first episode. You know, like the pilot before Martin moved in. That's what we had.
0: I like to imagine. if if fraser's apartment was the uss enterprise his living room is the bridge and the wasili chair is the captain's chair where he kind of governs his bizarre romance life um that is kind of where he's he's setting a path through the stars towards (laughs) another date with a beautiful woman um we cut back to the Montana now. Uh, Martin kind of b- bemoaning the polished floors because Eddie has chipped his tooth. The way John Mahoney delivers his Eddie just chipped his tooth. It's just really cute and sweet and just really endearing. Like now he whistles when he breathes.
1: <laughs> N- Niles' face when really he looks so annoyed. Great now I've got a part with that. I um I did make a note in this. Is this the only sighting we have of Niles's bathroom?
0: I think you could be absolutely spot on there. I think it might almost be almost exciting as the Nervosa Nirv-
1: bathroom. See. Almost,
0: but not quite for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's because Nervosa is more prominent than the Montana. But you know the episode where where Kirby becomes like a handyman. Yeah. Um. We see the circular study. I yeah. Don't think we see a bathroom, but that's the only other episode that I could possibly think ventures beyond the Montana's living space.
1: Do we see a is there a bedroom or something we see at one point with him? There's a Daphne? bedroom, but
0: be, when Daphne goes through his papers yeah. and finds out that, that that patient's in love with
1: him. Um oh, and the, and the other little study, isn't it? When uh, Niles goes to work at home and that guy goes yeah. over and goes, Oh, your wife's uh, your wife's foreign. That's weird. Do you remember that? When it? I,
0: I think that's the same room, but they then remade it for the library because it feels it's almost it's the proportions are really similar. Yeah. Um, I, don't I sort know. of thought
1: one was a library, one was more of a study sort Maybe. of office, book room sort of thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. We, we see a few scenes. I'll have to compile a, a, a load of pictures of scenes from uh, Niles' apartment at some point in my life.
0: Yeah, well, we'll have to do that. Yeah. Um... No, Niles referred to the shower, and if he were to run a tap, Martin might be horribly scolded. My dad and I uh, went away on Friday um, for his, like a belated sixtieth birthday present, and uh, I took him to a whiskey distillery, and we stayed at like a really lovely pub just in the middle of the Cotswolds, which is a lovely place in England. If if people, American listeners etc., don't know, um, the shower was abysmal, and. Was a lot and lovely, lovely place we stayed at, by the way, and couldn't speak more highly of it. But the shower was just a typical electric shower. It just went freezing cold, boiling hot, freezing cold, boiling hot, just constantly back and forth. So you're dancing beneath the kind of shower head trying to get clean. (laughs) So this line kind of more recently than ever has kind of taken on on different meanings for me because I was scolded at one point and swore loudly um, (laughs) in the shower. Um, I've got the line here. Just keep moving. Who says this? Where Where have I got that from?
1: Is that frazier when Martin's falling in at the apartment again? Have we moved too far forward there?
0: Back no, the... n- I think it might be when people are coming over and interrupting Fraser's date, maybe, and because he, he's he's doing the you know dun 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 dun, dun with the music see, and the remote.
1: See, um, I actually I actually wrote down there three dates in a breakup style because yes. Fraser has three dates. Well, he doesn't have three dates. He has one date, but we see the opening of the door three times, the remote control three times, the wine, the music's on, the fire, etc. And every time, Martin, Daphne, then Niles all interrupt, and he turns it off, puts the wine down. What are you doing here? It just really brought that that episode right back to the forefront. Of hold on, we've seen this before. This is yeah. Frazier's This is Frasier's way of dating women the apartment the jazz the you know jazz music the the wine and the big grand opening of the door leaning on the wall come in you know i mean it's yeah he just looks so disappointed when he finds out it's a family member
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i can ever tire of him putting the remote over his shoulder and doing doing the dance it's just amazing um really kills me uh dafty gets the job now um Having intimated that she is no longer needed, um, I'm amazed really that it's taken her that long to figure it out, but there we go. Um, but yeah, a real sad moment here because I think people watching live when this episode came out mm. would have been forgiven for thinking this could genuinely be the end of, of Daphne's time there. You know, they, they could have written her out of the show, she's a great character, and I'm glad they didn't. But at the time, would it have been that you know, I know, I know there's the NARS thing going on, but it's mm. it's People might have genuinely been worried here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the start of a new season, isn't it? This is the third episode of season six, so new things could have changed. You know, we saw Kenny come in on the last episode of season five, mm. um, which is a strange time to introduce a new character. So, yeah, I mean, like you say, I, I can't cast my mind back for that 24 years to actually remember what I was doing when I watched this episode and how I felt about it. Probably never thought in 24 years' time, I might be reviewing that on a podcast if they ever invent that. Um, <laughs> you know, but here we are. Here we are. Um, they did. So yeah, I, I imagine there, there probably would have been a certain amount of people that probably would have thought, "Oh, I wonder if this is the last we're seeing of Daphne. Is she going to go?" And obviously now you find out at this sort of stage that she's staying.
0: Mm, we do indeed. Nars and Martin back at Montana now are just fantastic. Nars is so creepy. Um, he's got the Norman Bates thing going on. We've got the now dad. Come and join me on the balcony. Um, The balcony entrance always seems really funny to me because it's like, it's clearly not real. It's not there. It's just like Hmm. a, a stage off exit yeah. um but why would they put it there like why would you go right at a window and like i don't know it, it, i just think could could they have made the top of the stairs into like a set of french doors and have a balcony like Frazier's? or
1: yeah i mean I've, I've seen a few people i think patrick Counselor that we've spoken about before um a massive fraser fan i think he might have actually tried to sort of have you ever seen the blueprints for like 1901 i believe yeah. he actually he was trying to do the montana as well And there's just certain rooms that won't make any sense. One, it's three floors, so you have to invent some rooms. The shape of it, the layout, you know, things like a balcony there. But it's like, well, where does that look out to? Because, you know, you can't tell where the internal walls are. Niles doesn't actually have a window in his whole apartment other than that one that you see. Nowhere else that you see he has a window. And you think this grand three-story apartment, yet he doesn't have any normal daylight coming in. It just seems odd
0: that's really true actually and i just think like when martin in that one episode arrives at that kind of little balcony in the living room and, and like has to push mrs dalloway on the bottom to get out <laughs> but he can't yeah. just retrace the way he came What <laughs> he has to go through a secret entrance why can't he just go back um yeah, yeah i don't know it's it's just odd um we get the great line now, uh, as alluded to in Trivia Corner, that I know it's unsettling the way he changes into the Chinese dressing gown after dinner. This is when people start interrupting Fraser's, uh date now, um, and he keeps turning turning off the music and, and turning yeah, it back on again.
1: Apologies, I skipped ahead a bit. We're now going back into that part.
0: No, no, not at all. <laughs> i To be honest, this episode, I've lost the chronology of it myself. Um, but yeah, just... Now, Frazier's kind of delivery. Um, is this to Niles where he says there are no accidents? You know, with psychologists, there are no accidents. I yeah. wonder if that really is the belief in psychiatry. Obviously, we aren't psychiatrists. And I'm not... as far as I'm aware, we don't have any listeners who are Um is that genuinely what they believe? That there is no such thing as an accident. Everything has a subconscious kind of impetus. I mean, do you, do you as, as do we, as laymen, think that's the case? Not that we have any medical opinion whatsoever.
1: It's, it's difficult to try and analyse that, isn't it? Especially as, like you say, uh, to two general normal people here that have got no qualifications in that at all. Um, I mean, do, yeah, do people actually? I mean, is it Martin constantly says, it, well, Martin's referring to what Fraser said, but he keeps saying, it's my, it's Niles' unconscious. Is his unconscious doing these things? Like you say, you know, if, if you really want something to not work, as in like Niles tripping Martin over, is he actually getting too close to his dad? He's not trying to actually push him down the stairs, but is he forcing himself to walk with his dad so much so that they do get tangled up? Mm. So it, 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 it's hard to explain, isn't it? You know, it is. Just, is he subconsciously sort of smothering Martin around the house, which is why those accidents happen? Not that I can call them accidents, but you see what I mean? Because he is smothering him so much. Dad, come and join me on the balcony. Dad, come and do this. Dad, come do that. That he accidentally just happens to be physically too close to Martin all the time, that that's where they're getting tangled up. That's why it's happening. Um, it's, it's strange. I mean, just Martin falls three times in this, does he?
0: I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, he, about. If,
1: Yeah, he falls down the stairs at one point. I can't remember where the other one is. He, he falls outside. Side, yeah, maybe falls outside twice. Fraises, isn't he? yeah, maybe it's just. Oh twice. no,
0: he falls into the bath as well. Kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but again, so, yeah. you know,
1: Niles wouldn't have put that up badly on purpose. But he could have been thinking about something else and accidentally. So it is an accident. But do you see mm. what I mean? He unconsciously doesn't put the screws in correctly or doesn't use the right screws because he's not very handy. I mean, I don't know why Nars would do that in the first place.
0: It's a scary thought, isn't it? That like our unconscious can be, you know, controlling us in, in, in so many ways beyond our own kind of immediate control. And and yeah, maybe there is something going on with Nars here, trying to kind of sabotage this, this change that's coming in his life. Um, but the idea that we could act without knowing what we're acting is is quite a scary thought and I'm sure there's there's probably a basis for that uh, It'd be in interesting
1: to, It'd be interesting to find out if anyone does know and writes in because uh obviously Niles being Jung and Fraser being Freudian, hmm. he actually says but we both know there's no such thing as accidents. So do both psychiatrists believe there are no accidents or is that a general psychiatry term?
0: You raise a really interesting points I'm not sure what episode it is um oh, i don't think it's a crane's critique but it's possible when he quotes uh freud and, and Nas says the you know freud is the crane boy's kryptonite and mm. they sit down and it's like why would Nas say that when he doesn't believe in freud um yeah. i don't know there's a bit of blurring about which schools of psychology they believe in um Fantastic twist that it's Daphne all along that is kind of the one with the subconscious sabotage impulse. Um, and and the one that she kind of obviously wants to stay in in the apartment and stuff. Um, so obviously Martin falls down outside 1901, classic scream, he's in agony who should arrive behind those elevator doors it's frazier's much coveted lingerie model rebecca he grabs the remote it's oh rebecca dun, 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 dun. this is absolutely phenomenal um the music just kills me i think the music is so sleazy um that it makes it elevates the whole thing
1: I think the only thing other than the music that makes that scene perfect is step over him he's been shot before he's quite resilient he's been shot before <laughs> he's, fine. <laughs> he's fine he's fine step over him
0: don't worry absolutely brilliant honestly so so good i've ju- i've just put here like how amazing it is at the end when Kelsey kind of goes back into the bachelor pad, he sits in the chair, he kind of looks with just this awful grief. He's like, bring him in. It's just amazing. Like in terms of physical comedy, this is some of the best we ever see in the show. Yeah. And, you know, as, as someone who beats the drum for Fraser, so nice to see him doing that. Um, is this in your top 10, Steve? I'm afraid it's not. However, mm. when I looked on IMDb before coming on air, I thought, I wonder, what, I
1: wonder if I've rated this one. And I did actually rate it nine, mm. which is quite high for me, a nine. Uh, I think IMDb actually gives it 8.6. So I wasn't far off what the general consensus on this episode was. But yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, think, I think I appreciated it obviously a lot. Then I don't know if I'd score it a nine again now. This was maybe a year or two ago that I'd rated that. Um, I don't know if I'd give it a nine again now, but I'd definitely probably, yeah, eight, 8.5, maybe nine. I think it's still a very, very solid episode. It's not a bottle episode as in scene-wise, and I won't get onto the semi-bottle episodes as you've had before.
0: Semi-bottle. But
1: only one guest star other than the main cast, I think is very fun to have mm. just just the main cast to go through that storyline. Because so often you'd have a gill or you'd have a bulldog or a station manager or a couple of dates or Martin's girlfriend as well as Niles or Frazier's girlfriend, etc to just have them and one girl that only appears pretty much in that one scene, hmm. um, it just made it quite an interesting, fun episode of just those the, just those people, mainly Daphne. It gave Daphne a lot to do, which was quite nice because we've not seen many episodes recently with a lot of Daphne in, but Roz took a backseat in this one.
0: She did. She was only in, yeah, a tiny, tiny moment, so that that was a loss, I think. Um... Is it in
1: your top ten? Is it one of yours or...?
0: It's not in my top 10, but I have put it's really good. Um, I think it's solid. I think it's really funny. I think it's a great episode to put on to someone who wants to get into the show. Um, hmm. You don't need to know a fat lot other than Daphne's a healthcare worker. Niles loves her. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I do think it's a very, very good episode. Not in my top 10. Who has got your actor crown this week? It's tough. Mm, it is it's is tough i think it's for me personally it is a bit difficult i think
1: it's between the three men uh, i think it's martin niles or frazier I, mm. I really want to give it to martin when i first looked at it i really want to give it to john mahoney because i think it is that the episode's mainly about him but i think frazier actually beats it i think i have to give it to kelsey this one.
0: Oh, i do too i think his physical comedy is unbelievable i think there's some really fantastic line deliveries like you can't hit that bullseye every time um, well, I am sorry, Niles. I just, I just think it's. I think he's brilliant. Um, and this is an episode that really showcases a lot of the main cast's talents. Actually, yeah. um, all three of them, the, the the Crane men, in particular, because Daphne and Ross, admittedly, don't have much to do. They are all excellent. Um, a quick one for Kendy Burlingame man on the ground. Does he or has he ever owned a bachelor pad, Steve? And in your long friendship with him. Have you ever visited said bachelor pad? Should he i I've,
1: I've not been to Burling Towers, but I believe it's beautiful.
0: Mm. Um, he actually still
1: rents it on the side so his uh, lazy boy can live there.
0: I love that. I love that he keeps <laughs> keeps an apartment just for the lazy boy. That's very classic, of Kennedy. Uh, all the remains before we go to listener mail is whose crane is it anyway? My word for you this week, Stephen, is recuperate. Who uses the word Recuperate.
1: I am going to have a massive stab in the dark and say it's it could be anyone couldn't it really obviously um I'm going to say I think it's Daphne who's going to say it's going to take Martin a couple of days to recuperate
0: it comes right at the end of the episode <laughs> they're all in the <laughs> corridor at silence Senior one Frazier says, "Dad, don't worry about it. Niles has that nice comfy bed you can recuperate in when he's trying to get him up off the floor. Um a hard one, but uh who's created anyway is always designed to be could have
1: gone one. anywhere, couldn't it? Could have gone, gone, gone anywhere? anywhere.
0: <laughs> um shall we jump over to Listener Mail, Steve? Yes, let's do it. Excellent. Rightio. Raz, who's our next caller? Okay, so listen, out this week, lots of you have been in touch. As usual now, we've kind of transitioned a little bit away from Reddit and we're kind of mostly using Instagram and Facebook and a little bit of Twitter as well, and uh, you guys seem to really, really like that, which is excellent. Uh, Ruben Hoyt says, one of the best for Dial M for Martin. Uh, and Paulie B93 says, one of my favourites. Though after this episode, does Eddie ever whistle when he breathes? <laughs> Very good question. <laughs> uh, a bit like Niles' nose bleeding, it's a physical malady that kind of just picks and chooses when he wants to appear but there we go uh
1: over on facebook we've got cheryl robinson when fraser asks the lingerie model to step over his father i lose it every time um and we've also got lindsay marshall just commented all right bring him in <laughs>
0: <laughs> excellent uh ashley Two says john's facial reaction to i'll be a son of a bitch is priceless he seems genuinely surprised there uh miss worcester 18 says in my top 10 ding 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 grammar's physical comedy at the very end followed by all right bring him in kills me absolutely love it well that makes two of us because it is just sublime
1: I've got uh, Jez Fernandez, my dear friend and moderator of Frasier Fan Club, Jez. He's written, love it, and then he's quoted, I know it's a little unsettling the way he changes into that Chinese dressing gown after (laughs) dinner, but you'll get used to it. Um, And also Jacqueline Cota, such a good episode. I don't know why, but I always seem to unintentionally skip this one. Ooh. Maybe get back one. in touch, Jacqueline, and let us know why.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe it's her unconscious making a decision for her. <laughs> Who could say? Uh, the Coffee Shop Novelist, great username. Uh, fantastic episode. DHP is flawless in his in his delivery. I still have a day. Got to feel bad for Frasier, though. Uh, and I Got Me Some Horses says, it's brilliant.
1: Uh, Joshua Campbell has written the quote, Stop hanging your coat on my peg. (laughs) Um, He's also come in to say, Hey guys, I wanted you to try this one out for Trivia Corner. Frasier tells Martin, I want you to crawl out of here like a, which obviously Corey uh, Is it Corey's
0: question? I think so.
1: Joshua, if you want to give any more trivia to us, which I do appreciate you've done that on, on Facebook, get in contact with Hamish or with Corey. Uh, they could add you to the trivia group chat I think they've got. And obviously then me and Will will uh, quite happily battle out your questions.
0: Yes, we will indeed. Uh, the Deadliest Dead says, I could be wrong, but I think this is the first time we see Enzo play Eddie instead of Musa. I, I think you are correct. Deadliest uh, Dead is dead from what others have said. Uh, Chantil says so fun I laugh through this episode every time I watch it uh, I'll just read out the last two uh, Eliza DMV says love it and Sam Sunite says Niles' reaction to Martin's intellectual checkmate is so well done uh, what do we think the intellectual checkmate is
1: I'm mind blown sure. on that
0: no. I'm not sure. Um, either way but I'd like the observation um, <laughs> it's, it's given us a bit of an intellectual checkmate uh, any more over on Facebook Steve
1: Just a couple more. Stephanie Sunshine says, I love this episode. My favourite part is Niles' delivery of the line. Oh, look at the sunset, Dad. Come join me on the balcony.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent.
1: Um, And Jonathan Watkins, it's a really good one with some dark humour. Why don't you just step over, my father? Help yourselves to some wine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so good um thank you all so much for writing in it's just lovely to hear from you every week so please please keep them coming we love reading them out and if we don't get a chance to read yours out on air although we will try we do read them all anyway so please still send those messages in next week it is hot tickets i love this episode really love it um it's got a little bit of a literary theme. It's got Nars and Frasier kind of hobnobbing with their society elites. Um, it's got some theatre. It's kind of got everything. So really looking forward to Hot Tickets. Um, but other than that, I've been Will. And I've been Steve. And thank you very much for listening to We're Listening.
1: Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, man. And maybe I
0: seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs. Ha, ha,
1: ha, ha! But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs.